0: All right, everybody. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and of course, I'm joined as always with my co-hosts, Darian Smith and Jimmy Marion. And guys, UAB was able to get it done 76-73 to in overtime over the 20th-ranked FAU Owls. But before we get into recapping that game... Reminder, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's at BlazerPod on YouTube. And if you're watching us now on YouTube, hit that like and comment in the chat about your experience in Bartow last night and that awesome game as UAB was able to get it done. An electric atmosphere again in Bartow Arena. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. And so that you don't miss any future episodes of the Blazer Victory podcast. But hey, John. This,
1: what's that, it's, Darren? It's, it's, it's a lot of, a, I, I see this a lot of students that's just, it's just warm my heart. And I'm pretty sure they need a source, right? Like to, they want to relive that moment and, and just get back in that moment. Come here. We're, we talk about the games, like all of the students we wanted. We need to connect more with the students here at the Blazer Pod, man. So, all of those people in that student section, and y'all want to relive that magic moment. It's plenty more magic moments to go. It's yes. plenty more to go. So um, I know me. I, I, I like my favorite podcasts and my favorite teams. I like to I like to go back, and I just like to relish it now. It may be a little different after losses. I get it, but you know, especially we'll be here. Win, lose, a draw. We're right here, students. If you um, If you listen to this, if you're a student that listened to Blazer Pod and go to game green, go to all the let's let's, let's start spreading the love on campus because those are the people that's there and they're supporting. So I really want them to engage more with us and uh, have more of an impact there.
0: Yes, definitely. Wilson will say Darren. And also, Hey, if you guys skip the SMU game recap episode, we noticed that, you know, our downloads weren't as high as they have been, even though it's a loss guys, please make sure to go back and watch that video. And I'll include it at the end of the, uh, this video because it's very important, you know, I get you don't want, people may not want to listen to a loss, especially a close loss. But there were important lessons that had to be learned in that SMU game. And it's clear that UAB has learned, you know, from those. And they took it, it, exactly what we talked about last time, guys. They were, went after FAU, and they didn't let John L. Davis get going crazy. And they contained Golden. But so definitely, hey. If you haven't watched the last episode of the SMU recap and previewing the FAU game, go back and listen to that right after this episode. But this game recap episode and all game recap episodes of the blazer victory podcast are sponsored by Cahaba brewing company. Shout out to Cahaba. Thank you so much for sponsoring the blazer victory podcast. Guys, if you have not been down to the tap room, what are you waiting for? Get down to the tap room this weekend. um, And, Check out their new uh, Cahaba Blonde, uh, the blood orange blonde. Like I said last episode, I'm hopefully going to get down there either Saturday, hopefully Saturday tomorrow, to uh, check out that uh, new beer from Cahaba. But as always, if you if you're at your local supermarket and you see a six pack of Cahaba beer, whether it's the blonde IPA, Lager, Pale Ale, make sure you pick that up. And if you go down to the tap room. Let them know that you heard about Cahaba from the Blazer Victory podcast. As I say, you know, all the time, it helps us out, but it also helps out Cahaba. So shout out to Cahaba. Um, Again, Blazer fans, make it down there to the tap room. But guys, 76 to 73. What a game. What an electric atmosphere in Bartow Arena for a second game in a row. You know, we talked about the Memphis game, you know, a week or so ago, two weeks ago, I think. You know, how how that environment felt last night. I I know that we had less capacity, but those 5,300 people that were there in Bartow Arena were loud, especially the student section. Darren, you just mentioned that. Um, But, Jimmy, what, what are your just initial thoughts, you know, coming away from I know none of us got to sleep. To like one a.m., I had to pop some melatonin to get me to sleep to get up this morning. But Jimmy, talk talk a little bit about that atmosphere in Bartow
2: Arena last night. Yeah, I mean, obviously the atmosphere was awesome. You mentioned 5,300, right? Um, I thought the crowd was really engaged for the vast majority of the game. The student section, we've talked about in already to start the episode, were just fantastic. AK said in the uh, post game, he thought it was the best and most engaged student section that we've had. All year and that's saying something right because the memphis game they were quite rowdy as well um but i know the eight o'clock tip time uh is tough you know on families but the people that were there uh were engaged and it's just really cool where we sit so john i know you were sitting by you know down where we are you know 119 just to look straight across and to like to see the students like it's like a really cool angle and so uh it was just a, a great moment for sure But, you know, for me, UAB just wrapped up its fourth game uh, on national television and finished that four game uh, period three and one. So, kudos to the team, kudos to the staff for taking advantage of that opportunity. Kind of a quick story for y'all is that last Sunday during the SMU game, Natalie had left around halftime of said game to go to a little local restaurant to pick up food uh, for us that were watching the game here. And while she was at said restaurant, it was El Cazador, Mexican. Um, she was at the checkout and she had texted me a, a photo and she said, hey, they're playing the game in here. I think that game was on ESPN too, if I remember right. Um, and coming from somebody that's been, you know, watching UAB events for 20 years, I'm so used to getting out a mobile device or a laptop or going to some pirated website back in the day to get some-
0: Facebook, Watching on
2: Facebook. B, N, new, whatever it's—I mean, just everything, right? And then not only that, but when you are talking about an upcoming game, people would ask, like, "Hey, how's UAB doing this season?" or like, "Who they play next?" or whatever. Um, but they don't have the opportunity because a lot of people may not have vspn Plus, or they're certainly not going to go to Facebook to watch the feed, or whatever it is. They're not going to go check out, um, you know, potentially the box score to watch or to watch the stats live, but these last four games for people just to be able to turn on a TV, you don't have to call ahead of time and be like, Hey, do y'all have ESPN plus, you know, at the, at the place that's just so big. So the first, the first part of that is the opportunity, like the opportunity to play on that stage. And for people that are just sitting at dinner and they're having a conversation, they look up and they're like, Oh, UAB's plan, you know, say, Oh, that guy's got 20 plus rebounds who is that you know or hey what a dish by eg or a three by you know step back three from eg or who is this but a guy that's you know just uh hitting these clutch shots like that's huge and i just want to just express my excitement that uab was able to take advantage of this four game uh streak and go three and one even the one loss they had they're up 10 we talked about it um, so just shout out to the team, shout out to the coaching staff for taking uh, advantage. And hopefully this is just going to propel, not just hear us casually like the casual fans in Birmingham, but to get that market reach to extend it to other people that are just sitting in a bar having a drink and they're like, oh, that's an awesome game. That's close. Oh, what a shot. Who is UAB? What are they about? So just awesome job by all involved.
0: And Darian, I want to hear your thoughts. You know, I know you were able to, um, you know, watch it on TV, Um, Unfortunately, you weren't able to make it out. You know, you had a a fussy baby. You know, he's a dad of four. You know, hey, he's trying to hold it down in in the Smith household. But, Darren, could you hear the students that could you hear Bartow? So loud.
1: It was so loud, man. I was so proud. You know, I had thought about the football games. You know, you go on the losing streak. Right. And a lot of times they they try to do these zoomed-in angles because, like, it's no excitement. It's minimum fans there. So they try to keep it in. Man, like, just watching the game, on on my I had it on my phone because I'm trying to hold the baby. I had another kid having a tantrum. I had a stressed-out wife. And I had a whole bunch of stuff going on. I'm still locked into the game no matter what, right, trying to do everything. And then it's so many times just watching it, it's so cool to see them panning out every time. And it's like, it looked like one of the best environments in college basketball. Like they kept showing, I mean, the students ransom, everybody's moving around and then you could it was just loud. And at one point the announcer was like, um, I came, I don't know if it was on the butter three, which I'm going to get to, or if it was another play. Uh, But he was like, man, it's so loud in here. He was like, it's so loud in here. You could barely, the players couldn't even hear that. It was like a timeout. Like it was just, it was so like I'm like man, so I want to first start with shout out to ransom man. I think that was what was the first game they had came to was that the was that the USF game. So they came to a
2: couple of games uh, this past season, right? Um, mm-hmm. But this year it had to have been a Sunday game if memory serves me right. I think it was like a Sunday afternoon game. Cannot remember the opponent, but yeah, they went there from showing up and like they had the whole was that, that Montevideo. One- I think it, it might have been. It was one Yeah, it, it
1: it was yeah, it was a smaller yeah. team. And yes. I remember and I remember that, and I and I just want to get to that because I feel like they've been like this mediator between the fans and the students because they came. It's like they we had to have somebody teach us how to how to re-engage again as a fan base, right? And it's like they came and they had so much energy, and I just remember just kind of seeing that. I'm like, man, this is cool. And you can tell that the the players, you know, sp- specifically Yaks, you can tell that he really appreciated it. Like, their energy did something to the team. But at the same time, as them, you know, just being fans, it looked like they was just having fun. Like, they were having a good time. The players were energized by it. The coaches loved it. Um, AK has said something a couple of times about about ransom and. And then it's like, they kind of was like a teacher. I don't know who idea it was to get them in here. I don't know what it was, but in a a strange way, I feel like they have a major part in changing the season because they brought the energy. And now all of a sudden, the people around them started bringing energy. They, our players, really fed off of that. So just to come back around to it seemed like more and more energy, it was growing game by game. And then we get to the Memphis game, right? Which was crazy. And I was more so proud because we have been critical of our student section. I know I have specifically, I've tweeted about it. I've talked about it. The guy, they they would do this, you know, that you see them on their phone and it just was like, what what is this? This is not a student section. I would get jealous looking at other teams and seeing their student section. But just to see the magic that they brought, it's kind of like, We said about capturing those moments and how you have to make the fans feel like, oh, it's like a can't miss event. Right. Like this is where you're supposed to be. Not not just to support the team, but this is fun. Like this is how we do it over here. And just to come back around to the FAU game, it's kind of like, yeah, you know what we're going to do. You know how we do over here. And that's the feeling I got. It wasn't about. Oh, you know, we're going to we're here to support the team It's like, hey, we're here to have fun. I cannot miss this event. I'm here to have fun. This is what we do over here at UAB. Let me show y'all how to do it. That's what I felt coming through the phone. It's like, like this, this is this is how we get down at Birmingham. If you're not here, you missing out. I was at home with my baby. I'm sitting here like, ah, I'm missing out. That's how I felt. I, 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 I don't, we haven't, when the last time have we had that feeling? Like you kind of, a lot of times people look and be like, ah, ain't nobody there. Oh, whatever. I'm pretty sure it was somebody in the bar. It was somebody in the restaurant that was looking at their game. It was like man, this, 20 minutes down the street. Um, next one, I can't miss that one. I didn't know they was getting out. That call, I'm telling you, on my phone, bro, like, I was about to go crazy. All oh, I know is, it? okay, 20, Yaks, 21 rebounds. Okay, Johnson, But <sighs> butter! And it was just the coolest thing in person. I'm just sitting there like, butter! Right? And um, it was just, like, the whole the whole environment created within and how it the input and the output, you know, Jimmy was having problems with his input and output before the game, right? <laughs> <laughs> the input, the input was golden. The output was fantastic. Not just the, not the students, not just the student section, not just the crowd, but the energy that the players receive from this, like, and I texted y'all, I was like, no one wants to play us in Bartow. No one. I feel like we can beat anybody in the nation. If you come to Bartow and we bring that energy, the crowd going like we have a chance to beat anybody in Bartow. I think the next step for us is making sure we take that on the road and sustain it on the road. Like have that be a part of our core identity as a team. But here, like I'm just so proud of the staff and the community and the students. Thank you, Ransom. Like please be forever, forever be a part of this community because I feel like they were so critical. It's I feel like it need to be a documentary on it. Like they were so critical in bringing, helping us bring that energy, but have, have, just how to have a good time. And um and I think we see how it all plays out because this affects recruiting. This I mean it affects wins and losses and but. Just to see the environment and to see it on now, like Jimmy said, now you now as a recruit, I'm sitting here like, I know we signed that number three guard in JUCO. I'm pretty sure he was looking at the game like, Oh, this is gonna be my team. One thing I, another thing I saw Jelly. Second time I didn't like sick a couple times I haven't seen Jelly. Like Jelly is like full on support, and you can tell he's excited. Like I retweeted him. He was like, Man, the boy, big shot butter. Like, we behind y'all all the way. That's so cool because Jelly is from freaking New York. He's from New York. He has adopted UAB in, in Birmingham. Like this is my home. This, I'm so proud of my guys. You know how important it is to see, especially as if I'm a recruit, I'm seeing like, dang, y'all really do just it's beyond basketball. It's beyond you see how much we re, were supporting Trey and retweeting everything. It's beyond basketball. And that is what make it feel like home when it's beyond basketball it's beyond wins and losses y'all care on my other uh, endeavors and i'm just so proud just seeing all of that work together to me is the best before before we actually talk about the players all of that just mean a lot and and this is how you get this is how you sustain results we just got to keep it going keep it going but this is it we found a formula
0: Definitely well said, Darren. One of the best feelings, you know, Jimmy, Big Jim, Brad and I, we lost our minds when Butter hit that shot. Like, everybody was going crazy. I'm high-fiving people I don't even know, saying,
1: let's go, let's go.
0: And, you know, we'll get to Golden in a minute from FAU, but there was no flopping in the stands. Everybody was ecstatic. No flopping. Everybody was for real ecstatic, jumping up and down. Students brought it. Swag surf going. I, I can't name any of the other songs. I know little. Ba- they had a little baby song, uh, uh, something else. But I'm showing my age. But guys, I mean, fantastic environment in Barto last night. And you know, if we oh, could just,
1: oh, you, you you talk about the songs. It was yeah. one time you could hear it on the. Uh, you could hear it on the. Through my phone, it was all the way turned up. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you heard it through, and you could just see like the crowd was going. I was like, oh, I'm missing out. It seemed like a, it seemed like a big ass party. Like I'm just like, oh man, I just wanted to be there. Dang, it was I'm probably,
0: crazy. I'm probably about to get clipped for this, but what's that song that he he or
1: something? Was what
0: it <laughs> what's what's the, what's
1: the name of that song? I don't know. Like, Sing, now you got to do it all. And,
0: Eep, eep. I don't know, man. That's like the like,
2: shortest <laughs> example of a song that you could give Darian. Like, we got the words, give...
1: man. I don't know the words. <laughs> I mean, yeah. eep,
0: eep, eep. It's, it, it's a it's a female. You know I don't know. Yeah, well, I know. yeah, I know. Jimmy don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's out. A Female. Was it Doja Cat? No, no. Is Doja Cat a a rapper? I don't even know, yeah. man. Hold on.
1: It's... I, I got. I need more. You. That's all you remember. Bro, I don't know what they were saying, but all the student section was like, din, din. yeah, yeah. It was it turned. I I because I'm pretty I'm a music person. Like I I know what you're talking about, but man, I uh, need more than <laughs> ee, ee. <laughs> I don't it know. Was Hey, that cool. sounds like a penguin in distress or something. I, <laughs> ee, oh, <I'm, laughs> or like a rooster in distress or something. I'll <laughs> um, listen to this do this. Y'all let me know what e what is he talking about?
0: Hey yeah, somebody in the comments, tell me what I, I, yeah. Cause ee, ee. I want to look, look that song up and listen to it. Yeah. That sounds cool. But hey Oh
1: no, ski. Is that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, what that's what they were saying. I, yeah. yeah. What is ski yeet me? That's sexy red. If you see me then they try to see what's up, ski. Oh, oh,
0: oh, 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 yeah. I was vibing with it. I
1: don't even know what this is, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, say,
2: I'm impressed that Darren was able to figure that out, like with such limited information. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah.
1: He's got me. Hey, he knew hey, hey he he knew. I got I got I got my bro, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, that's a popular song. Um, You know, if you watch Hard Knocks and you watch the Jets, they had, like, a a thing Uh, over there when they was doing the ski. And that's how uh, how that became popular within the sports world. Like, on Hard Knocks, they was all rocking out to it and stuff. So, yeah, check that episode out on Hard Knocks. But, yeah, ski. I said, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
0: All right. Hey, hey, Jimmy, give us some stats, buddy. Get some stats from this guy. (laughs)
2: I'm trying to recover real quick. So, hey, y'all can tell we're sleep deprived. This is gonna be this is gonna be a kind of a crazy. Problem, Jimmy, but Jimmy, do you know who Sexy Red is? Bruh, my wife's a Sexy Red.
1: <laughs> oh, ooh. Ooh, Hey, ha-
0: hey happy like early that? Valentine's Day! Yeah.
2: How you like what? that? Um, <laughs> so, no, I have no idea who Sexy Red is. Um, so. <laughs> So let's let's talk about some of
1: these guys. Kind of old up here, bro. Like <laughs> I can't about... be the only about I can't be the only one that's hilt. Like <laughs> ski. Oh, <okay>. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's get into the stats.
2: Hey, hey, let's let, let's get into some sexy stats real quick. So let's talk about Yaks.
1: I like why don't, why don't
2: we start talking about Yaks real quick? Because that dude had a monster game, right? Um, he really did it all. When you look at the box score and you're looking at what you know Yaks was able to contribute to this contest. Uh, 17 points, but, you know, 7 of 11 from the field, 64% high efficiency. He hit a three. You know, Vlad's going to play that drop coverage, and so he was able to connect from deep, which was good. 21 rebounds was a career high. That's just ridiculous. Um, That's actually his fourth game uh, in a row uh, with double-digit rebounds, which is impressive. Three assists, two steals, a block. 45 minutes was another career high for him. And really, FAU didn't have an answer. I mean, down the stretch, UAB was getting the ball to Yaks, and he was just – using his frame, using his body to get to the rim uh, and get easy baskets. Um, And then what's great is all Yaks has done is just play and ball out against ranked opponents. So need like, let's not forget that the last ranked opponent that, you know, Yaks went against was Memphis at Bartow arena. And that game, he had 23 points and 16 rebounds. So you look at the last two games against ranked opponents in Bartow arena for Yaks, 40 points and 37 rebounds. I mean, Dude is just like an absolute monster. Yo,
1: that's, that's crazy. It's nuts, right? Crazy.
2: Is crazy, it is nuts. That's crazy, crazy. Yeah. And, and so we've talked about him. When he's usually getting those 20-plus points, he's also uh, getting like 15-plus boards. I mean, he's just absolutely on a tear. Uh, I know he didn't have the best uh, game. I think it was against SMU. Uh, but ultimately, and that was on the offensive end, but he's just showing out early and often. If you were to look at the game log for Yaks, look at his first, like, five, six games and see, you know, the trajectory and the evolution of his confidence and like what he was able to accomplish. And then look now and it's like, who is this person? Like what happened? Um, so just shout out to him. I thought that we'd start off uh, with just commending him for his career highs in 45 minutes played as well as 21 rebounds.
1: Yeah. For Yaks, um One thing is, in the beginning of the game, so it's a it's a matchup thing with with FAU. They play Janelle Davis, boy. They play a Martin Golden. They essentially play four guards. Yeah, you know, I think they have Greenlee and Witherspoon out there. And they kind of play like four guards. Now one of them, like I think Witherspoon, maybe six five or whatever. But they play four guards and one big center, right? And it's a matchup problem. On both ends, because on, on one end, you have them with their quickness and how fast they are to the ball. And they really showed that the first game we played them in Boca in a, in kind of in the first half, that they were way quicker to the ball, especially offensive rebounding. Right. They always get these multiple opportunities and they were getting the 50-50 balls. And they found they had, they were. The whole time I was watching, I was like, Jax is the mis- mismatch here because we got J.D. for gold and they was putting Janelle Davis on Yaks. But Janelle Davis is a physical guard, but there's no way in, in hell he should be able to hold Yaks, right? But the, what, what they were doing was just trying to front. If if Yaks was trying to post up, they was trying to front him aggressively, have help behind him. And then if he got the ball, they were really moving their feet and trying to get like offensive fouls and stuff on him. So you have to, one thing I feel like Yaks figured out, you know, Yaks is a real raw player. So you look at the difference between the first half and the second half, like they were really moving their feet, putting it. They was like just baiting him into contact in which he did a good job of not taking it for the most part. But that second half, I feel like it was a breakthrough. He really figured it out. He really started taking his time. He started taking his time when he posted up, because if you think about it, if I'm quicker than you and I'm moving my feet and you're so big or whatever, as soon as you run it to me, offensive foul. Offensive foul, like you, you couldn't. But he was able to, like, nope, nope, not an offensive foul. He kind of was able to work them down, and and then they were having to send help and do all of this other stuff to try to figure out because he 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 realized I feel like another step in basketball was it's not about how fast you go, it's about the pace. If you ever seen like Luca Dunk Luca play, Luca, all of us here are way more are more athletic than Luca. Luca is not athletic, dude. Like he is not. But his his understanding of pace and speed, he knows when to go quick and to stop and use his skills like it's unmatched. That's what make that was make he he's on another level with it. Yax figured some of that out the other day because Janelle couldn't do nothing with him. Janelle couldn't do nothing with him the first game, but they just knew how to play Yaks. right? What was his stats? um that first game it was like he didn't have a good game in Boca because they were doing the same thing to him like they played him with a smaller guard and they moved their feet and it's like he had like two offensive fouls that game and he couldn't really get going um anybody got that pulled up
2: yeah he went two of six from the field he had eight points six excuse me five rebounds four assists two steals a block but I mean when you compare eight points five rebounds to 17 points and 21 boards it was a a different game for sure
1: yeah i I just feel like it's the game within the game right they took away his aggressiveness like i think he felt like in order for me to be impactful i can't be this aggressive like they they really got into his mind that game and he was just trying to figure out but this game he just figured out you don't have to go fast all the time you can still be physical but you got to do it it's like it was just a different boxing style match, and he he figured out, oh okay, they're boxing me lefty. Let me just figure out how to counter this southpaw. It was just something that he and I love to see him grow. I'm glad you you talked about the first couple of games he had, and Jimmy was the first to point out like his confidence. He just needs confidence. He, you can tell he's so raw, and we've seen that confidence grow. Now he know who he know who what he's capable of. He know he's him. Now he's trying to figure out the nuances of basketball, how to be better. And it's so funny. I saw a FAU, <laughs> I saw F A U. account tweet, and they were like, "Man, this Yax guy, he's so he like he's just so raw." They were like, "Give Will." It's like a troll Memphis account. Y'all know who I'm talking about. That Will. They were like, "Give Will some time." He he tweeted this back in January. He said, "Give Will some time." He's gonna be talking about. He's gonna be the new Memphis. Uh, the next year he's gonna be the new Memphis Tiger. And then Will had tweeted. He retweeted that he was like oh, man, he was like, uh, <laughs> but you're looking at your starting center for your 2024-2025 Memphis Tigers. I'm like, get the hell out of here, man. You know, like, Yax is really figuring it out, and I think he's peaking at the right time. He's going to just take these lessons on the road. That's the next step for him. Keep on learning. Keep taking it on the road. And this dude, man, this dude, we got something special in him because now he's figuring out pace and control. <sighs> I don't know what you do with him when you figure out that.
0: Yeah, and also, you know, staying on that subject about growth, shout out to Christian Coleman, man, t- tying a career-high 14 points, getting after goal, and I think he had five boards too. But you you really do see the confidence building in him as well, as well as in the, I mean, Will Shaver. Man, quality minutes. He
2: block- stuffed that shot. He blocked that Ooh, guy.
0: Play of the
1: game, right?
2: No, and <laughs> his that- paint.
1: Doesn't doesn't, doesn't he look healthier? Doesn't he he look a a tad bit more spry? He doesn't look so heavy. And, you know, man, that's a good sign.
0: He looked good last night. He held his own. And we needed him. You know, when J.D., you know, he was in foul trouble early on. He had to sit most of the first half, and then he gets in the second half and picks up two quick ones and the technical. And, I mean, that's a whole other subject that we we could get into, but I know we're kind of running short on time, but Shout out to Will Shaver coming in clutch, delivering quality minutes when J.D. was in foul trouble. Um, But I definitely wanted to shout out Coleman and Shaver and shout out to the staff, man. You know, y'all just talked about the last experience in Boca. Um, I I really do think. A.K. and the staff kind of studied that film and prepared the guys really well for what happened last night, because it's not like if uh, you tried anything drastically different, you know. I mean, yeah, shout out to the staff too. Um for shout out to the, the staff
1: game. on developing the guys. Yes. Do y'all remember where we were at? I keep on going back to that. We was we was getting blown out by Arkansas State, like, and we were trying to figure out I remember those AK press conferences. Mm. It was kind of like trying to figure it out. And, and it's one thing about our fan base sometimes we tend to be a little impatient because we miss out on moments and whatnot. We started off owing two two close games that we lost, right? And it's like ah. Oh, uh, the season i'm like no you can enjoy one thing you can enjoy about this staff is the growth like i have confidence that ak will figure out we always said up here is like we got the ingredients we got the ingredients but how do we mix it together and um the staff really really developed guys so if, you, if i'm hey if you're a recruit you looking at this you will be like, hey man, that's a that's a school, that's a coach I want to, that's a staff I want to play for. it. Look how they done developed. Look at Yax. Look at Christian Coleman. Y'all know Coleman been my boy, you know. And uh, we all all had our players. And but also shout out to Gaines before we get before we move on. Just quick shout out to Gaines and JD. They probably didn't have the flashy stats this game, but you can tell they had they they had the competitive energy. You know, you had uh you had Gaines with the too small. You know, you had a little too little. Yeah. And I love the fight in JD that he had. Get that technical, like, follow, like going going huddle. Hoto, like threaten to punch him in the face. I I love stuff like that, right? Because that let me know you fully engaged. Like it's it's F them and it's all about us and we're here to win. You know, ain't nobody. We ain't trying to have a more victory. We mm-hmm. feel like we should win. Because guess what? They're zero and eight in Barto. Ain't never won in Barto. Yeah, that's right. Ain't never won in Barto. So. And they and it's, it's plenty more plenty more of that to come.
0: You hey, know Hey real real quick, bro, I know you brought brought up E. G. Jimmy and I saw this. He missed that free throw at the end. End of the game. He's like, ah Jimmy, what was he doing immediately? I mean he celebrated, but immediately after that, what did he come do?
2: John, I blacked out, you're gonna have to remind me.
0: He went he you know he went over there. And shot another free throw.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, right tell. after the game. Yeah. yeah,
0: right after the game, man. He knew he missed up. He missed the free throw. He shouldn't have. And he made it too, didn't he? And he he sure did. He made yeah. that one after the game. But you love to see that. And I know you know it, it came out after one of our episodes uh, after the North Texas episode. Um, per source, we found out why he wasn't starting in that game due to being late to practice. Um, but hey, you you just can you see the continued growth, him developing as a leader on this team, and you just love to see that man. You you really do. And, and Jimmy, I know you've got a couple stats for us, um, and I know we need to wrap up because we're over thirty.
2: Yeah. So just on the you mentioned Christian Coleman, so he did score all fourteen bench points uh, for UAB last night. Uh, he's actually blocked a shot and at least. Um, He's blocked at least one shot in six straight games. I'll talk about why that's important here in a second. He's had two straight games in double figures. And when you look at his uh, you know, career as a Blazer, um, he only had scored double figures three times in the 21 games prior. So he's really coming on here as of late. Uh, and he had those two big-time baskets in overtime. He had the mid-range jumper followed by the layup. So he was really taking um, golden off you know, the dribble. Um, and, you know, he had that kind of, you know, scoop layup on Golden a few times, avoiding, you know, Golden getting the block. Speaking of Golden, I was uh, surprised not to see him flop in the handshake line because I was certainly looking for that. Um, but, you know, looking at Christian Coleman, we're always trying to correlate, you know, at least I am, kind of, you know, individual and team stats and how it relates to winning. UAB is 9-3 this season when Christian Coleman blocks a shot compared to 5-5 five and five when he does not. Uh, and UAB is also 8-3 and three, uh, when Christian Coleman hauls in uh, at least five rebounds. And so the last two games, Christian Coleman, even though we had lost to SMU, has hauled in at least five rebounds. And he's, again, blocked a shot in six straight contests. So he's active uh, on the boards. He's active defensively. And his offensive game is starting to stretch out from the basket. Uh, and he's developed a really nice mid-range jumper, which is much needed for this UAB offense. Um, outside of that, real quick, but. Uh, um, this is your daily reminder that Buddha has that clutch gene. Like, just, I mean, how many times do you have to witness it to be a believer? Do you believe? Uh, Deion Sanders' quote there. This guy is unreal. Uh, and, and he's certainly uh, one of my favorite players. But what's great is he's not just clutch, but he's also becoming a lot more consistent. So that's four straight games in double figures for uh Butta. He's actually scored in double figures eight of the last 10 games. He's had two or more made threes in four straight games. And most importantly, in those four games from beyond the arc, he's shooting 40-plus percent uh, from three-point range. So he's doing everything. He's scoring double figures. He's shooting the three ball. Uh, he's shooting efficiently from threes, hitting clutch shots. So, congrats to Butter. Uh, we certainly had quite the time when you hit that <laughs>
1: shot. What what number does Butter wear? Two four, man, twenty four. So they just unveiled the Mamba statue, uh, the Kobe Bryant statue, whatever. And I just thought about that. Uh, they, they unveiled that yesterday, and I'm just like, he has that Mamba mentality. Not only not not only like at the end of games he's the guy he's going to be the guy, but in those times where the game is like a team goes up seven, you know it's kind of feel like the game is in balance. Like oh we are kind of looking for offense, we go to him every time, and I have he always delivers. It's always that little, that corner three they like to run that play, and they, they get him to where he fading coming off, and he, he always hits that corner three like kind of. Not only is the guy he puts us up, but he's the guy that steadies the ship. He is the steady hand every time. Or if it's that little pick-and-roll mid-range jumper that he hits, he always just, like, it's always a go-to shot. And I, um, I saw And then shout-out to Gaines. Shout-out to AK. Like, Gaines kind of had it at the end, you know, to play with the He hit the big three. And it was kind of like, stop. Get this ball to butter. Like, give it to butter real quick. Like, no no offense to anyone else. He came off the screen. Logo three, butter. You know, like it's so refreshing to have that player on your team. It's like, hey man, we know who we need to get it to in this time to calm us down, or we know who we need to get it to to put us up. And uh, we got that guy on our team, so I'm just happy that he uh, he has that mumble mentality to him.
0: Definitely. And hey, shout out to the to the team as well. I mean, this is the first time since two, the 2009 and 2010 season that UAB has picked up more than one win in the season over a ranked opponent. So let that sink in. UAB is peaking at the right time. We'll travel down to Tulsa this Sunday at 1 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Tulsa's not good, but, hey, it's a road conference game. So UAB needs to be locked in just as much as they were for this FAU game um, heading down to Tulsa. Uh, guys, just programming note, uh, Patreon supporters tomorrow saturday morning you will have a brand new episode in your feed as we discuss the new signings for national signing day and recap the 205 day event at, that happened at iron city wednesday night um uh, as a reminder you can sign up for the patreon patreon.com slash for just five dollars a month gets you access to all exclusive episodes of the blazer victory podcast patreon or you can even join annually and save annually and save 10% off that annual subscription. So sign up if you haven't already. Um help spread the word. Drink Cahaba beer. And Jimmy, I will throw it to you to send us out.
2: All right, y'all, I got a surprise for y'all.
0: YouTube. Oh, snap. Let's go, baby. Let's go. YouTube. You gotta subscribe to us on YouTube to see this man. He
2: the, just took took the shirt the, off and
0: put the shirt the on. Let's go. The Blazers. The Blazers.
2: <laughs> hey, you on, on mute, mute. bro? <laughs>
0: I'm,
2: on, on. I'm on mute. I'm so hyped. I'm on mute. <laughs> hey, shout out to Parker. You just lost to the Blazers. <laughs> the Blazers. The Blazers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> S- إ- إ- إي- <necess> ni- <laughs> lie- Ski asking- Ski. Hey, hey, hey! Real quick though, before we wrap, me and Darian need a shirt. You know, I, you know, Jimmy gets. Hey, you didn't
2: make the list. It was Joe Webb. It Joe was Joe yes. Webb. <fast fifty> Jimmy, yeah, it man. It was it was Jesus, and then it was Jimmy. All of us were on the top ten. It's sexy and then, red. <laughs> <that's> a, <the laughs> this is probably gonna go to sexy red. Let's be real, but the Blazers.
0: The Blazers. <laughs> hey, follow them on Instagram. They are. Hilarious. It's D-A underscore B L A Z U H S as I'm reading off Jimmy's shirt on YouTube. Let's get it. Ski <laughs> Oh, but hey, Jimmy, send us a hey, get it off mute. Send us in.
2: You just lost it to the blazes. Just blaze, baby.